Welcome back to our second book club for Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Booms comic book series written by Kyle Higgins, with art by Hendry Prasetya, Prasetya uh, and with art uh, colors by Matt Herms and letters by Ed Dukeshire. He does all the it is all the lettering for even the fill-in arts because uh, there are fill-ins. Number five is art by Tony Felis and Brian uh, Val, uh, Valenza, Valenza. And number ten is Jonathan Lamb and Joanna Lafente. And then, of course, backups by Steve Orlando, Corin Howell, Brian Valenza, uh, and Ed Dukeshire on letters. Yep. So this is the second. And third volumes, because mm -hmm. the first volume was rather short. We decided to pair up volumes. Yeah, there's only yep. four issues, so we're like, yeah, let's just keep going. Yeah, so issues five through 12. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, so let's just get into it. You know, we were a little disappointed by the length of, C of volume one. How do we feel about doubling up? I, think uh, I don't think the length so much. I mean, the length was a problem, but I didn't feel there was much real good characterization. Mm -hmm. uh, I think these two volumes are a massive improvement in a lot of ways, but I still feel that all the characters sound the same. Mm. I think the art is fantastic. The Black Dragon legitimately is probably the coolest thing the Power Rangers have ever made. That is so cool. That villain is so radical. Uh, but I just found most of the characters sounding very samey. Uh, but I liked everything that I read. I just, I, I just, I want more character stuff, and I don't think I'm getting it. I, mm -hmm. I, I've, I tried to think about that since the last time we read it, and I'm wondering if this is just a problem with Power Rangers. Yeah. Where like the characters have very basic dialogue. Yeah. And like in being true to the series, are they just not allowed to like sound very different? See, I say um, that, but then I read the Bulk and Skull stuff, and that sounds like a '90s cartoon, but it's fun to read. No, I get that. And so let let me follow up. Like I, I think, I think Billy, uh, in these issues has a voice now. billy and goldar hang out right yes yeah, yeah. okay that's I think, I think billy yeah. has a voice now yeah i think tommy has had a voice since uh volume one yeah and i think uh is it zach is zach the black guy yeah okay yeah. I think zach is starting to have his own voice yes mm -hmm. but jason and trini and kim all still just sound generic yeah and mm -hmm. i can't like if you put uh your hand over the art of them i couldn't tell you which one is talking that's my that's my that was my problem. Yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah. I do think I do think like we're headed in a better direction with Zach. I do think I totally get Billy now. Mm -hmm. Like Billy has a presence and a character, and Tommy has had that. Uh, it seems like before you guys go because we're talking about this thing. Um, it seems like whenever you put the characters in specific situations, it allows their character to shine, like with Billy or Zach. But when they're all just grouped together, it just sounds like a bunch of teenagers talking with no different dif differentiation. Yeah, uh, and and I think that that's more prominent of a problem, not just like when they're being the Power Rangers and they're fighting, but when they're just like being teenagers around each other. It's like y'all just y'all just sound like one person. <laughs> Yeah, I, I definitely understand that. Uh, I don't disagree at all. Um, I was a little concerned, going back to like the length, the next issue after volume one ends is a fill-in issue. It's yeah. issue five, mm -hmm. and it's it doesn't continue the, the cliffhanger from the, first, from the first volume. And I was a little concerned about it because of that length of, issue, of volume one, and I was, I was like, okay, well, what's the point if you're not going to add on? I do think issue one volume one should have been further along but i found myself enjoying the direction that they took zach with rita being like hey zach you know i just want to do this whole thing and and like I, I found myself enjoying that issue a bit as a 
as a kind of like enhancement on what Zach wants. Uh, yes, I agree. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, this all ties into what we were just saying. There's a very specific reason why I feel like Zach now has a voice and why Billy has a voice. They had fill-in issues in these two volumes. I understand those characters because they were spotlighted now. Yeah. Um, it almost feels like this demands a volume of fill-in issue <laughs> one-shots about each Power Ranger for me to feel like they're at least starting to have an identity. Mm -hmm. um, because the thing is like, and it's weird because it's not, oh, now I understand who Zach's been up to this point. Zach became a character after the fill-in issue happened. Once the fill-in issue happened in the main story that's happening, Zach suddenly starts talking more and being engaged in more conversations and doing more. And the same thing happens with Billy. Billy has a fill-in issue and then Billy's a prominent feature in the story. And I'm like, okay, so I have to wait for a fill-in issue for someone to actually get involved and separate themselves from the the uh unit of the rangers All right ben um uh going back to your original question i thought doubling up was actually a good idea because i felt like we got more story and the black dragon stuff is just so freaking cool and i was surprised we got to see lord draken this early i didn't think we were i thought we were gonna get like maybe another volume down the line until lord draken shows up but now we're getting to one of the, like the biggest uh villains that are now in like current power is like current power ranger lore i'm like oh we're going here now hell yeah let's go uh i will say that like if i'm if i'm not criticizing based on like us doing this just like i still think four issue trade volumes is a terrible idea it even is. more so now with the fill-in issues added i'm like this is a terrible way to present this because then it's almost like a three issue volume <laughs> so yeah, when yeah. so when i was reading this uh issue uh five six seven, issue eight ends with the reveal that they are now all green rangers because they use the green morphing grid uh yes. to to morph um that's a horrible place to end that volume where you end that volume is when billy and uh is when billy and tommy are in the parallel dimension yeah that's the end of the volume right like, the end of the volume should be lord draken's reveal these these trades should be six issues yes yeah 100 yeah it's it, it, i'm it. really curious if if this is like Boom's Boom's idea to make these volumes this short, or it's Kyle Higgins making four issue arcs, I don't know if it's but like they're not, four, they're not four issue arcs because the end of the arc is the revelation that, that they're in a parallel dimension. Yeah, it's it's odd. But that's yeah, in I volume Boom, three. I think it's Boom trying to squeeze as many volumes out as they can, which is which is yeah, shitty. It's uh, it I don't I don't love that. Uh, just we're talking just design wise, marketability wise. I think that's really bad. Also, mm -hmm. real quick. Isn't there also a Pink Ranger solo comic happening at the same time as this comic happened? It's like a miniseries. There's a oh, Pink Ranger know. miniseries. Yeah, there's a Pink Ranger miniseries that came out around the launch of, of this book. So that's where that characterization is in that book we have to buy, um, which kind of yeah. sucks. But hey, if you like the Pink Ranger, there she is. But mm -hmm. like, we're not getting much of her in this book. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I for the most part, I man, uh, what's his name? H Hendrik Pesetia's art is amazing and ryan you're absolutely right the the black dragon is one of the coolest designs i've ever it, seen it, it straight looks like a kaiju like a walking kaiju man yeah. Um, yeah like again like if there was a if there was a model kit that i can build like in my evangelions i will buy that figure because that is seriously one of the coolest power ranger designs i've ever seen because it doesn't look traditionally it looks like a like a straight up like kaiju monster it's got like teeth coming out uh yeah it's so cool i love and it's it somewhat it's it's mechanical but organic and yes organic. yes which is, a, which is like, it's like a kaiju from pacific rim and mechagodzilla from the 1970s had a baby yeah um yes uh i i 
God, you know, I just, <laughs> I wish that they would collect more story in these uh, things. I'm glad we did eight issues at a time. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, art is, the art is fantastic all across the board. Every single thing, issue, back, uh, uh, fill-in issue, main story, uh, backstory with uh, Bulk and Skull. It's all great. The, Zach, uh, the colors the, the are Zach, so vibrant. The Zach fill-in issue in issue five when they're fighting the Vitruvian man, I thought was really yes. funny. Yeah, I, I love that because he just, he's spouting off Da Vinci quotes and when yeah. he dies, he says, I thought I was learning to live, but I was only learning to die. Yeah. And there's like, no. there's some very seriously, like like serious shit like sporadically in, in these two volumes that I'm like, mm-hmm. oh man, I kind of just wish you went hard like this all the time, but it's a yeah. kind of book you can't. But like, there's definitely not so much in the first volume, but volumes two and three, it's starting to inch towards like maturity Kind of like the stuff I wanted from like that trans that new Transformer stuff, right? Like, give me that, give me some yeah. real political shit. And mm-hmm. like the stuff with Zach and Rita, like we're getting some of that. Like, there's so many kernels of ideas that I just like. I just wish it was so. Much, I wish it was more focused. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and uh, I think going continuing on from the first volume, this is still tonally what I've wanted from Power Rangers. What I want to yeah. see from this franchise. Um, and I think the story is there. It's just, you know, it's just not really like, it's just not really like, quite coming into place yet. Um, I think the story, like all the alternate dimension, like like the all the story stuff is great. It's just I you you can't connect to a story if you don't connect to the characters, right? So yeah. I'm like, and I'm slowly starting to get more characters, but like I just wish like I've read I'm up to issue 12 and I still don't know half the cast, I feel like that's mm-hmm. the problem. So um I really like the fill-in issue about Zach. Um I really like the Vitruvian man thing. I like that he's made out of internet quotes. Um <laughs> but I uh what I really like about it is just this whole thing that Rita does to try to sell Zach on the idea that like, Hey, you know, maybe you should actually be the guy making the calls. Maybe you should be in charge. I could give you that. We could, we could bring about peace here. Look, here's a vision of yourself as the green Ranger. And I'm like, this is really dope. This is really good character stuff. I have a question though. Um, How come Zach treats Tommy like shit when he understands exactly why he's the green Ranger? Uh, I thought it was interesting because yeah, the, the, this flashback issue takes place a month before Tommy shows up. It's it, right? Yeah, right. So yeah, we're getting insight of oh, maybe he wasn't the first choice to be the Green Ranger, which is interesting. But mm-hmm. that also brings up a good point. If you understand what Tommy is going through, why aren't you more sympathetic toward his cause? Mm-hmm. But again, he's like a bad guy, or he was a bad guy. But I, I, I see. But what but like, but like Zach knew this was the game. Then yeah. when the Green Ranger shows up, he's he should spot on be like. I get what this is. I get what this is. And when Tommy decides he wants to switch sides, Zach should be the guy leading the charge to be to get Tommy involved. Yeah. To get Tommy to feel comfortable. Like I know because he should know yeah. exactly what Tommy was promised, exactly what Tommy thought he could do. And so and... here's so here's the here's here's the wrinkle. Here's the problem with that. It wasn't in the show. Yes. And and that that and I don't agree with that idea. Like you should be able to like you know, now that you've added this new wrinkle, you should be able to retcon, different, retcon that idea. But be, but because they are still trying to be like, eh, it's still kind of the show. You know, yeah. they, they can't do that. Yeah. So, so like fundamentally, what doesn't work about it is that fill-in issue happens, which is issue five, and in issue six, it, there's like an immediate panel where Zach is giving Tommy shit, and mm-hmm. I'm like, this doesn't, this doesn't work. This doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to connect to this character. You need to, like, I can even forgive that the first four issues, we didn't see Zach, like, giving Tommy that until we see this flashback. But it, but after we see the flashback, you should have Zach actively trying to engage with Tommy. 
actively trying to work with him because we get it now. Yes. Otherwise, what's the point of having the fill-in issue? What did you do? What did you show us? Yeah, I agree. I think there's there's a there's a good line. Is it it's Kim the Pink Ranger? Kim? Yeah. I never for a reason she's the one I can never remember the name. Um there's a great line, like uh the the the, the male rangers are arguing and she says, Oh my god, if you guys don't chill out, somebody's gonna slip on the t- t- testosterone and break their neck. I thought that was a cute little line. Uh, you know, boys will be boys and stupid. Um basically so, yeah. the, the plot of this of the second volume is that uh the black dragon has has taken the Morphin grid away from the Power Rangers and Rita has has solidified kind of her rule in the command center. Um, and they're going to take over the world with the Zords and they got a 24 hour time limit. And the Power Rangers are in a pocket dimension and one of Zordon's pocket dimensions trying to figure out yes. what their next move is going to be. Zordon, and, Zordon's gone. And uh, Billy is gone too. Yeah, mm-hmm. shit's bad. Um, the Rangers, yeah, they, they, they don't have the powers. They can't access a morphing grid. Uh, they're getting attacked by a big black dragon. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not going well. Billy, yeah, Billy's locked up with Goldar. Um, Which is great. That's my favorite stuff nope. from that, this entire thing. The part Goldar, from Goldar is a standout for me. No, the Goldar and the Billy stuff in jail is actually one of my favorite bits of the book. Because normally I'm like, yeah, let's get to the Zords. Let's get to the fight scenes. But Billy trying to talk to Goldar and trying to understand him. One of the things I really like about this Power Rangers book is because if my memory serves from watching Goldar and Finster and all the other bad guys from the from the 90s tv show they're all bombastically um i don't want to say flamboyant but they're more exaggerated they they go like you know ah ten thousand years i'm free like they're they're loud they're crazy they're theatrical theatrical thank you and seeing and seeing goldar as a much more subdued and subserve and servient person like when he's telling billy that i choose to be here because my empress wills it that's the best like, that, is, that, is, that gives you so much more insight into goldar's character yeah. than literally anything else before yeah. like i think that i think that's one of the reasons why i'm really enjoying this book series so much is because it still takes the goofiness of the power rangers growing up like the costumes the megazords the crazy villains like one of my favorite standout issues is a standalone with billy where he can't make the shot against that villain and Kim makes a shot and then he runs 64 training exercises making said said shot like he's still trained to be better but um seeing just Goldar like I am serving my empress and if she wants me locked away I'm gonna be locked away instead of because I feel like in the 90s he would have been like how dare she lock me away for doing this everyone else has failed against the Power Rangers so I'm no different that's what's that's why it's important that he's locked up because mm-hmm. Billy says the exact thing like yo we beat you a hundred times before why are you locked up now uh uh it's because it's because of the uh, uh why is it again actually it's because of the black it's because of the black dragon okay the black dragon but like mm-hmm. Goldar says my empress knows the value I provide in time she will remember she has to right mm-hmm. and that line of she has to gives so much weight and like emotion to Goldar that he's never had before just those three words. And Billy's like, oh, this dude like loves this woman. Like, not love, but like he is so he is so loyal to his yeah. queen. Like even when she go. beats him up, he's like, Oh, I deserve this. Like that he is that is the extra mile. He has one hundred percent has blind faith in me. And one of the things one of the things I really liked about that is that Billy is able to kind of is talk about like, hey, you don't like the black dragon. We don't like the black dragon. On my you know, on Earth, we say the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And and it kind of like comes up to comes a full circle. And he's just like enemy of my enemy, enemy of my enemy. 
There you go. And then we learn Goldar, he can escape this prison, but he much like Superman, he is taking his punishment. Yeah, and I'm like, that is so baller because he he lets Billy escape and he's like, you know, don't make me regret this or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. he still, he could have escaped anytime he wanted, but no, he's taking the lashes because that's what but the queen Then he is. lies to Rita when she shows up and he's yeah, still he playing because he wants to be back at Rita's side. He's like, hey, the kid had a communicator, didn't realize he could do that. So my bad. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then when she offers him to come back, she's like, oh yeah, I finally get what I want. Yeah, uh, Goldar for me definitely is is my favorite shit out of all, yeah. of all these volumes. Goldar, I hope I hope he's in it a lot more because I yeah. I didn't really much past these this I don't remember where I stopped but it was around here. Um, not for lack of quality, just I I pick up too many comics, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I really hope there's more Goldar because he's, he's um, great. Also, I just I feel like Rita. I don't know if this is just me reading into it and and the general tone of the book, but I feel like Rita is a lot more menacing in these in these in this in these two arcs than she. I agree. I agree. I find, Elizabeth I find her I find her to be more I, I find a lot of the villains to be less theatrical in the comic yeah. and I kind of prefer it personally. Mm-hmm. I mean the 90s show is the 90s show, but I find this Rita to be more in in tune with Elizabeth Banks Rita. Rita Rita in the show would never have grabbed Zach and calmly explained, "Hey, yeah. look, I really want peace. Yeah. I want unity under one entity mm-hmm. uh we're working towards a similar goal like let's that the show rita would never do that the show the show uh again it's not like it was it was not trying to do this because it's right. a kid's show like there's no depth to that show right it is a fun monster of the week uh sometimes there's some drama but it's no drama that a seven-year-old can handle right, right. and like the comic it is showing like hey rita's a bad person but also she's smart and she will do whatever she needs to to win mm-hmm. and if she has to like smooch or smooch she has to like uh 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 try to convince the rangers that she's a good guy she will absolutely do that and she would never do that in the show because she's like ah, i'm evil but in yeah, here she's like, like i'm evil. always rita's next volume is at 11 the low she'll go is maybe a nine yeah and i love the way that the artists draw um i love shadows in comics like when a good colorist like when she has like the dark eyes like you can't you can't see her pupils it's like evil shadow eyes yeah. i love that in comics like she is so sinister uh mm-hmm. she's rita rolls in this comic for sure mm-hmm. And again, I only read that character in the voice from the show where she talks like this. Like it's it's the it's only really time cool. I was able to read her voice is in the Bulk and Skull stuff, and which I also really enjoyed. I, yeah, this, this she's, like, she's definitely Rita from the show. I there. love. I like that Bulk and Skull stuff before, but like reading eight volumes, or excuse me, eight issues of like all the stuff all together. Uh, I love that stuff. That is. I almost wish the tone of the comic were that because that is the bonkers '90s show. Uh, in 20, 2019 or 2018 or whenever this came out. Um, I think Steve Orlando kills it. I think he kills it writing that that 90s dialogue. So I, I agree that the Balkan Skull stuff is, is, is a lot of fun to read. Um, I'm happy it's only two pages in each volume, in each issue though. Because yeah. I feel like any longer and it, do, and it does start to kind of wear out its welcome. Yeah. Um, uh, sure, sure. For me, for me personally, like I, that's just yeah. me. Um, I, I, I'm a big well, fan. I agree. And also the this apparently these these last couple issues the issue 12 um is the end of it it's, it looks like there's no more after this because it's the first one that says the end uh at, right. the, end, at the end of it so i don't know what they're uh, gonna do next my favorite gag honestly in all of bulk and skull um there's there's two things that i really stood out to me one is uh bulk going in and trying to get the sandwich that's named after him and getting super pissed Hell off, yeah, I love which him. i thought was a great bit but the other thing that i love my favorite joke in bulk and skull is uh 
don't act surprised, Stone. You think I'd get little uh, that angry over a little old sandwich? This was my real plan. After all, Bulk and Skull are heroes. And then it says, next, Bulk and Skull are not heroes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, solid. Uh, solid. Yeah, um, Officer Stone, I really... Excuse me, I really... Jerome Stone. Jerome Stone. And um, uh, uh, he's like a grammar Nazi or whatever. And um, he's like, don't be ridiculous. This machine isn't equipped for ampersands. And like, amber's sand? What, what are you talking about? Because local school don't know what an ampersand is. Uh, it's just little things like that that I that were super clever. Uh, and it's just like, yeah, maybe this doesn't need its own comic. But like, I absolutely love the the that we can have both the mature 90s show and just the 90s show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's I think it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. I just love the part when uh, Bulk is trying to convince the Stone, the cop, to stay around and to protest a sandwich because he's like, "What if it was coffee?" And he's like, "Yeah, coffee." He's like, "Okay, that's." And then the cop joins the protest. Yeah. And, and I'm not gonna lie, it makes it so that when Bulk and Skull show up in the main comic, I'm more excited about it. Same. Like, if we didn't have those backstories, I wouldn't really care. Yeah. Um, but but I really like where Bulk and Skull are used in the main story here, which is when they open up with their video blog thing, and it's about Rita's one. And yeah. they're like, uh, yeah, we got, if you're looking for us to tell you some good Ranger news, that's not going to happen. Sorry, guys. Man. <laughs> I, love, I love how the artist draws the Zords. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think he makes the Zords look way cooler than they ever did in that show. So, yeah. This artist, uh, uh, the people, the people are pretty good, but like this dude shines with mechanical shit. Let's yeah. let's oh, yeah. be clear, the artists make everything about Power Rangers look cooler than it does <laughs> yeah. in real life. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, dude, Rocket Fingers. It, and it's funny because I took a picture of Rocket Fingers, and then like two pages later, there's Zach or or Billy going Rocket Fingers, yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, He's playing in the dragon zone. He's like, I can really dig Rocket Fingers. Rocket I, Fingers. I also so they so they go to the moon. They go to the moon to try to save Billy mm-hmm. because I want to say Billy. And one of the things I really like is that Zach's like, is that 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 Jason is like, you know, I always assumed they could work in space, but we never tested it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Um, all the Rangers. Um, so Tommy for some because his his power grid works differently than the others' power grid because he's More, a great ranger because he's off the dragon coin he's off the dragon coin so he can still get his powers so um the other rangers are like oh we're powerless so Tommy's like what if i share my power with you and then we get that dope scene of of the end of the issue where all the rangers are now green and i'm like yeah. that's that's a cool scene i, I like know. that no also one of the things i really like is how even though the black dragon is like he serves rita he's like oh i can help you create this world he's also honorable to a fault because when Tom, yeah. when they're fighting in space and time, he's like, really? You're going to beat a guy when you're 30 stories tall? He's like, fair point. He shrinks down. And then Tommy's like, wait, wait. It's not. Here comes don't the sword. Don't give him the wrong credit. It is not honor. What mm-hmm. it is is that he's like, I don't want you to have an excuse for why you lost. Yeah. Uh, that's not honor. That's I want you to know I beat you. Fair and square. Uh, at your absolute best. Yeah. I want you to know I'm better. Mm-hmm. um and then tommy is the guy who's like that's no. one of the reasons why i like black dragon's dialogue like the whole mm-hmm. time is that he when he first shows up he's like uh, i'd offer you surrender but i don't think you're gonna take it and they're like right. yeah. yeah there's no chance in hell we're surrendering he's like well then it's settled good i think less of you otherwise yeah the black oh, dragon yeah. i forgot that, about that the coolest part of no, um, black, black dragon has i mean his design is rad but also the fact that like, like when he was able to like change his size at will i'm like whoa he can do that the yeah, revelation, pretty- the revelation that Billy has when he's like, "Wait, is that an access hatch?" He's all mechanical. 
He's a Zord. Yeah, I like that revelation. Uh, that, and I like that it's Billy. Billy comes to Tommy yeah. and is like, "Hey, I know what's going on. We can get inside this thing." And mm-hmm. then after after the fight, like they cut his arm off or something, and they look at the arm and they're like, "Um, this is pieces of a dra- of the Dragon Zord. Yeah, this yeah. is not a replica. This is the Dragon Zord." Mm-hmm. Uh, which is like, because we all know where the story's going, but it's like, mm-hmm. oh shit, what does that mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it, yeah. It's a nice little revelation for them. Mm-hmm. And I like that they kind of like discuss like, is it time travel? Is it alternate dimensions? Like, what is this? Uh, yeah. Time travel is not real, right? Blah, blah, blah. And, and so they, they're just kind of like, they can't quite understand because they've never had to deal with something like this before. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, like, one of my favorite parts is also seeing the alternate history when Billy and Tommy are in that world and they get, and uh, Tommy gets Saba. And then Lord Draken shows up and you essentially get the how essentially like the quote unquote flashpoint where the decision where Tommy decides to join the group of the Power Rangers or he stay or he decides to stay with Rita Pulsa after losing the Sword of Darkness. Because he stay, yeah. sticks with Rita and seeing and him pointing the dragon dagger at Jason's head and saying, Now about that new power of yours, and him coming up in the new costume holding a helmet. Oh, real quick helmet was pretty you- freaking cool. You reminded me of another art that I want, uh, another piece of art that I wanted to highlight. Um, when the when the black dragon is doing his like shockwave thing, and uh-huh. the you see the you see their like uh, costume like kind of like strip away. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, where he like negates down their abilities. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I think that it's like I, almost like skin peeling off of them. That's so cool. Yeah, like yeah, their helmets are, like, are fading away a bit. It's like, oh, that's rad. Uh, real, real quick, there's a great line about time travel that you, you kind of brought up, Brandon. Uh, okay, but like, that's crazy, right? Is time travel even possible? Hey, it's no weirder than power coins and dragon zords. And he's like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. It's not. I also, I also like when Billy's like, this is either the future or an alternate timeline or both. Yeah, or both. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, that alternate timeline is is super cool. Um, there's now, the big Rita and Tommy statues next to each other. As a as a kind of as a there's a giant floating head in the battle. Yeah. As a as a as a fan of of, of Power Rangers from ages ago, I recognize some of these Zord some of these new Zord designs that, that went to like help the the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers fight Rita's Rita's forces. There's, there's um, a huge but, splash page of the battle and it's like, yeah. man, lots oh man, that's so dope. What's with the there, big head? What's with the see, big head? There's the big head. There's the falcon zord. There's the the like the 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 dragon like the serpent dragon zord thing. Like I um, we're losing Ben. Ben's kind of glitching okay, a bit. Oh no! All right, so that was me. Looks like it's one a turtle. Yeah. 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 It looks like that character is like the big head's like Sandman. Like, what are you doing here, Morpheus? Yeah, there's yeah. we see. Oh, are we talking we about see... all those mega zords that we see? We see yeah. Zords that are from future shows, and we also see Power Rangers that are from past shows in that flat in that flash, in that, really? that kind of like a splash. They said, they said allies new and old came together. Yeah, this is the battle. The is this a Falcon Zord from the movie? I don't know. I haven't been ages. I'm pretty sure it is because I remember a friend of mine had the toy, the Falcon Zord, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I was like, oh, wow, they even brought back from the Power Rangers movie after they lo- they get all new animals, but their costumes don't change. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, this. yeah, this is, okay, so Saba, 
which is like talking sword. I'm all about it. I think that's the stupid shit that I love. Um, a talking sword that can move upon its own will just float through yeah. the air. <laughs> um, is Saba short for Saban? I think so. Is that just a fun joke? It's Saban. Or Saber? Or say Saba? Saber? Saba? S-A-B? Oh, no, no. I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, but S-A-B, Saber, Saba, uh, uh, Saber, Saba, just take out the E-R and put in an A. Sure, yeah. or just add an N. Yeah. Yeah. I think it works uh, either way. I just think it's super silly. Um, I love it. Um, and it's and uh, uh, we meet we meet the bad boy. We learn that the black dragon, all purely mechanical, was a vessel for some evil or being. And then we finally we 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 get to we get to meet Lord Draken, old man Tommy boy, who is Tommy Oliver from a parallel future dimension, where uh where yeah he he decided to stay a bad boy. He won. Um, if you play, I brought it up to you guys, but for people listening or watching, um, there's a Power Rangers fighting game called Battle for the Grid. It's very cheap, or I got it for free on Game Pass. Um, it is the storyline of this comic, except it's voice acted by all the actors from the television show. So mm-hmm. all the top, all the Lord Draken stuff is voiced by uh, da- Jason David, David Frank. Jason David Frank, thank you. And all the other Rangers show up sporadically. Um, so if you're interested in this shit, there's a fighting game for you. So in, So the tie-in for that was a video was a little short video with jason david frank reprising as well as tommy as lord draken it's really yeah, cool it, the costume they designed yeah. is awesome yeah. yeah um yeah this is definitely um when this was coming out uh i thought this was cool i thought this was very cool yeah, uh, lord, draken, I didn't stick lord draken has been was such an influential uh, kind of pop culture figure after a while um, because there's a pop figure of him. He's in a video. He's a, he, Jason David Frank has played him now. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 in live action and, and, and video games. Like he was such a kind of a sea change for power Rangers where people kind of looked at that, like, Oh shit, there's a new awesome power Ranger villain. I'm just wondering. Cause while I was reading this, I was thinking this is exactly how you do a force awakens with power Rangers. This is exactly how you do it. You, you get a brand new cast of teenagers and then you have the alternate future evil Tommy be the one who's, th- who's fighting them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, and you can, you can do big bombastic stuff while also doing original Power Ranger stuff. And I'm like, oh man, just imagine seeing like the Black Dragon on live action screen. Like that would blow my brain away. Um, but I don't sweet. know if they have the, the confidence or the talent to want to do that. Yeah. We'll see whatever <laughs> that new Hasbro Power Rangers movie is going to be. Yeah, um, but I, I think this is uh, um, again. Besides, like not truly getting some of the characters, I think I think the story itself is really compelling, uh, and it's doing something new, yeah. which a lot of people really enjoy. Like, obviously, this this run is still going on. It's mm-hmm. only like fifty four or something. Um, I think I think the the fact that it is Billy and Tommy in the alternate dimension, uh, yeah. future dimension, it helps because they're also the the two of the most well rounded characters right now. Yeah. So you, nice that, so you are compelled to follow them. Yeah, and it's nice that it's Tommy getting to discover this other version of himself that he could become. Yeah, that's that's, that's rough. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, that I, is. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say this also might be a different way of how Tommy becomes the White Ranger. Kind of, yeah. because you see Saba, you see the sword that it's like cool, and you see the the Tiger Sword. I'm like, mm. oh, that, that's cool. Um, Lord Draken. No. Lord Draken is a combination of the Green and White Ranger. Yeah. I mean, my own personal character aside, it is really cool to see Saba, the Tiger Zord, and all the other stuff. Sparks. 
uh yeah it it really is uh just the the biggest damning thing is uh i i just have a hard time caring about characters that they're not fleshing out i feel like kim is like barely in this i care i care more about goldar than half of the power rangers i love goldar Dude, there's a scene where Goldar is next to Rhea, like he's coming back through the portal, and all of the henchmen are like, Welcome back, Goldar! Yeah, Goldar's back! And I'm like, yeah, he has friends. And then, that was and then, really, yeah. really sweet. And then Finster says, Oh, I'm undertaking my greatest project. Yeah, he's like, What are you making? And then Rhea's like, A better you. I'm like, What yeah. are you doing? Right. What are you gonna do? Uh, yeah, I wanted to I wanted to spotlight that that part that we were talking about earlier that was problematic with Zach after you read the fill-in issue where he goes right after Tommy. Um where it's uh it's it's zach challenging him and he says and that's what opened the portal and uh because it's about the the green energy uh that was charged and tommy's like yeah and he's like so this dragon thing is tied to you somehow and he's like yeah somehow and he's like but you have no idea how and he's like no zach i don't and they're like yelling at each other and i appreciate that they wrote kim telling them to take the testosterone down yeah but i'm still like did this but why? Why is Zach like this? Because why Zach, is Zach the guy that has to be like this? It doesn't make sense. Because again, Zach is exactly the person who knows what he's going through. Right. Because this almost happened to him too. So it's it's interesting that he's the one on the attack. It's yeah. So it's so interesting. And it was just it, it was an unnecessary attack at that. And it's like you're you're hurting your own character development to create this strife that didn't even need to exist because it fulfills nothing. Um, I appreciate that like later in the story Zach is uh is is becoming a little more like engaged uh when he's talking to Trini he's explaining like uh I know it's e- easy to think you should have handled stuff differently trust me I think about it a lot um and uh and like it feels like Zach is carrying the weight of having at one point being tempted to take Rita's offer um but it I just I wish that they would do more with these like we're 12 issues in and i i want to care more about some of these rangers guys yeah i i appreciate i super appreciate them focusing on the villains a lot but at the same time like it's about the power rangers and like Mm -hmm. you should focus on those characters first before anyone else like we kind of talked about this the first volume i feel like we needed another whole volume or something before all of this so that i'm invested in the rangers before Tommy, before the Black Dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, like, I don't even think it's a matter of, oh, are you familiar with the Power Rangers? Are you familiar with the show? I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, I, I need to care about these characters wow. as this iteration is in this moment. And I can't if I don't know them and I don't know them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like when Jason throws the Dragon Zord at uh, the Black Dragon. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, again, Rocket Fingers, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just swiping through some of the pages. Again, man, like the art, like the people look good, but man, those Zords, like they look so. This guy should draw just a mech book. Just draw a mech book, please. Uh, it it like, it's three issues past the fill-in issue that they finally like let Zach and Tommy have a moment where they're talking to each other, and Zach's like, "Yo, man, uh, I'm sorry." I, yeah. I think you're a good ranger and I feel like I've messed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, cool, that should have been here a while ago. At least it happens, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool concept where they all get turned into green rangers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's a cool concept. Um, There's, this is back to the bulk and skull stuff real quick. There's a great uh, uh, monologue by Rita. She's like, ugh, modesty. It hurts my ears. Know this fearsome dudes. I appreciate your awesomeness. I know it and who you are. The coolest heroes around. And I was like, yeah. oh, Rita. 
talking about Billy's villain because we didn't talk about his villain issue too much. I like that it's all about him conquering fear. Even as he is a superhero, he does he feels like he's always afraid. And it's Zach mm-hmm. again, like them letting Zach be a developed character now. Zach who comes in and he's like, "Hey man, it's totally like standard and qualified to be afraid. This is scary yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're we're teenagers fighting giant monsters. You don't need to feel bad about being afraid. Uh, yeah. And like the the concept that Billy feels weird because he's always morphed in his suit under his clothes yes yeah. that's like um, that's a really cool idea yeah it's like it's like a defense mechanism like yeah he has to hide because he's always scared yeah um i really appreciate that there's the opening of the issue i mean like again i wish i cared more about these characters and their family relationships but i feel like i only care about tommy's pretty much at this moment but i do like that they open up an issue where like the kids are back with their parents and hugging them yeah but billy and tommy are missing so their parents are distressed yeah. and they end up talking at the school about it. And they're like, really they're, all like telling, they're all telling like one lie about where they were. Yeah. I like that. I like how the dialogue goes from one character to the, to the next, even when the miss, even when Tommy and Billy's parents are, know that they're missing, they're calling the police looking for their, same, it's the same, same. dialogue. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. I, I thought that was a, a well done beat. Um, Lord Jackin's cool. Yeah, he is cool. It's a cool design. Uh, I really like when uh, Saba just summons the foul, like a Zord to come save them. It's just like, yeah, okay, I can just do this. Bye. <laughs> He's yeah. like, here's the Tiger Zord, and we're going to take the Falcon Zord to fly away. So, peace. So, at the end of volume three, we meet the coinless. The, the coinless. Coin yeah, the coinless. Is that, is that bulk? Is that supposed to be bulk? I don't think so. Okay. I feel like we've seen enough of them and they've never mentioned once anything about that. It just happens to look like a bigger guy, I think. Okay. Yeah. If it is, that's a surprise. Is the <laughs> is the is the African American girl supposed to, uh, we, we haven't read the next volume, so maybe it is, but is the African American girl do we think is supposed to be the re- uh, Trini's replacement in Mighty Morphin? No, I have no idea. I forgot the character's name. I feel bad about that, but whatever. No, I don't know. I don't know. Um I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued in where it'll go. The yeah. coinlet. So the, are they like super badass martial artists, but they don't need Power Ranger coins? Like that's cool. I'm curious about that. Maybe yeah. they're the previous Rangers. Ooh! I don't know. Uh, okay, so I think that's. I think we're good. Yeah, I mean, we covered a lot of it. I think. Uh, <clears throat> I think overall, like more than anything, I think what keeps me coming back is the art. Yes. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, and then secondary to that is like certain characters are really well done yeah uh and i and i am interested and invested in them at this point but i'd say about half the cast and i'm not even targeting half the power rangers but half the cast of characters i'm like i'm genuinely curious if like because i i feel like kim is like not really involved very much i'm genuinely curious if because she has her own comic they're trying to not focus on her a lot I'm really curious because like for me, mm-hmm. like when you think of that show, I think like, <coughs> of course you think of everyone, but like, I think a lot of people think of like the white ranger and the pink ranger, right? Like those are like, like the favorites or whatever. I feel like Kim is not even in this comic barely. Like she has some, a couple lines, but like, I don't feel she's adding very much to it. And I'm like, I guess we'll wait for her one shot. Right. Her, mm-hmm. her and Jason both tend to feel like generic good guy, good girl. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that they will only say like the best things because they're alpha male and alpha female. And they are just there to be like, hey, hey, you know, it's gonna be okay, buddy. Uh <laughs> so with a more of a teenage voice. <laughs> oh, I, I really I really appreciated how Trini got more to do with like technology this time. Yeah. She was like she like helped out 
trying to figure out with yeah, Alpha I'm and I'm glad that she had that opportunity because she's trying to fill in for Billy. Mm-hmm. But I, again, like I just don't know who Trini is. Yeah. Tech, like outside of tech, that, she's a tech lady. No, she's not. She's trying <laughs> no, to fill I know. in for Billy no, because Billy's tech guy. Um, and it, it, and she doesn't even like figure a lot of stuff out. It's it's mostly help from Alpha, who's able to contact them. Oh yeah, uh, aye, aye, his aye. head his head thing. It's um, good to know that he can be decapitated and still be fully functional. Uh, mm-hmm. I do like I do like that they're thrust into a challenge where like they can't contact or find Zordon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep it on. Um. Okay. So I guess we'll continue. We've agreed before we start recording that we'll continue with this series, um, at least for the next episode. So the next time will be volumes four and five, which collects issues thirteen through twenty. So Dang, it's still just eight issues. Yep. yep. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks so bad. But it's for um, I'll I'll be honest with you guys right now. If if the character stuff doesn't pick up, I might I might be vetoing next week. Well, even though fair. the art's incredible. Even though the art's incredible, I can only take so much non-characters for so long. That is that is that is the point of the series. Um there was also a couple of annuals that were collected in another volume. Uh if you guys want to read those, you're welcome to. They're not Wait, in another volume? They're not in the volume that they're supposed to be in? There are two annuals, annuals 2016 and 2017, which were collected in Power Rangers, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Lost Chronicles Volume 1. So, If that's just two annuals, and they still, that's gross. That, that's, I really hope it's not just two annuals in that comic. The, the, way they, uh, the way they collect the series is not good. It's kind okay, of so bad. We'll, we'll talk about, let's say that we will, we'll talk about those issues and those annuals. Okay, uh, so there you go. And hey, maybe maybe I'll read the Pink Ranger stuff. I don't know if I care enough. Anyway, um, that'll do it for this. So next week, uh, definitely check those out. Uh, we got our first episode. If you're listening, to, if you're watching this, uh, why didn't you watch the first episode? Go watch that first episode, guys. That's um, weird, y'all. Weird. <laughs> there are other Fake Nerd Book Club episodes on this channel right now. We have three volumes of Wasted Space um, out right now. We have the one volume of The Pride. We did veto that one. Uh, so we only got the one volume of that. Um, and we also have other videos on here, Basement Arcade, which got the Avengers beta, multiplayer and single player. Uh, more Basement Arcade mm-hmm. coming. We have our Fake Nerd Watch series, which we are currently doing uh, Lovecraft Country. That's uh, Sparks, Ryan, and I doing Lovecraft Country. Two episodes are up now. Third one coming, obviously. There's a third episode coming. Um, we just recorded Umbrella Academy, so that's coming soon, or that might be up by the time you're watching this. Uh, definitely check those out. Make sure to like this video, subscribe to this channel, click the bell icon. We put a lot of stuff on this channel. Um, we do a quarantine cast uh, podcast right now. We're doing live shows for our podcast um, on this channel. Uh, it's also going up on our audio feed as well. Um, we're talking about Bill and Ted this weekend and New Mutants. New Mutants has finally come. We get to it talk sure about is. that. Just so, so you know, we're almost at the same number of videos as we have now podcasts. Wow. Wow. So we're almost at 400. We might be now almost at 400 things we put out. Wow. Damn. Yep. Guys, we put wow. out a lot of stuff. And it's we a lot did. of good to, stuff. To be fair, a chunk of those videos are the podcast yes. episodes. <laughs> so yes, still like we got we got shit. We got stuff. Um, again, make sure to like this video, subscribe to this channel. Uh, you can find us at thefakedirdpodcast.com where you can find all the cool stuff we got going. The link's in the description below. Um, Fake Nerd Podcast at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. 
I'm at BC McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, ben? You can find me on the internet at BenMagnet27 on both Instagram and Twitter. Sparks? You can find me talking about Umbrella Academy Season 2 at SparksWitty on Instagram and Twitter, S-P-A-R-K-Z-Witty. Brian? Hey, guys, you can find me at DJ Tony Snark everywhere. Just type that in. I'm there. You guys feel like the Power Rangers are probably the easiest cosplay to do because, like, their yes. costumes can look like shit and they still look like the Power Rangers. You can go to, yeah. you can go to, uh, like, Spirit Halloween and get, like, the spandex. Like, yeah, it looks like it's from the 90s. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, you just get All the spandex. Right. The only money, if you really want to spend on it, is just maybe the helmet. All right, guys. And uh, until next time, uh, stay fake, nerds.